0: Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio.
1: I'm going to tell you something people can say, that God did away with healing. And it's not for us today all they want to, but I've experienced healing.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Healing in the Word, by Ken Hagan. Right now, here's Ken Hagan's message.
1: It's a shame... That we could not grow up with it. You see, I have no problem with believing God. I have no problem with any of these things because I grew up with it. I sat under the ministry of a man that is recognized the world over as the father of faith of this modern generation. I lived in his house, I saw him teach us what God said in his word he will do. And so I have had never had any problem with it. When people would come to me with uh, their theological ideas, even in Bible school, they would come to me with things, you know, that that was contrary to what I'd been taught. And I would look at them and they say, This cannot be, and so forth. I said, I'm gonna tell you something. I've experienced it. Have you? No, but it can't be. I said, I said, I have experienced it. Have you? I'm going to tell you something, people. When you have experienced something, they can tell you it can't happen. They can tell you it ain't so. They can tell you all those things all they want to, but when you've experienced it, they can't make you believe it. I'm going to tell you something people can say, that God did away with healing and it's not for us today all they want to, but I've experienced healing. They can teach me all they want to. They can quote all the theologians they want to. They can talk to their blue in the face, but I'll just look at them like I think they're crazy or something because I have experienced healing and healing is real and healing is for us today. God established it a long time ago and God has never done away with it. If God has done away with healing, then he has done away with salvation. I want you to notice something here that is very significant. It says that the Lord showed him a tree and he took that tree and he dipped it in the water and the water was made pure. Pure. I want you to turn back to Galatians chapter three, verse number 13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. The tree that God showed Moses when he dipped it in the waters and God established his healing covenant was a forerunner of the tree that would be standing outside of the city of Jerusalem on a place called Calvary or Golgotha and suspended on that tree between heaven and earth was God's only son and he would shed that precious blood for the salvation of men and for the deliverance of their physical healing and that tree was established then and that tree is still in existence. If salvation is still real real then healing is still real If God hasn't done away with salvation then he cannot do away with healing because the same redemptive act of the shedding of blood that gave the remission of sin is the same redemptive act that gave us the redemption from physical sickness and disease. There is no way that you can do away with part of the redemptive plan of God without doing away with all of it. People would think it was utter sacrilege if you was to try to do away with the Lord's table and the taking of the communion which God established as an ordinance of the church. And yet... They think nothing of it when they do away with the healing ordinance that God established in the Word of God. They think nothing of it to say, oh, that's done away with. I'm going to tell you something, people. Healing is as much an ordinance of the church as salvation in the taking of the holy sacraments around the communion table. And I'm going to tell you what. You go into the churches that teach against healing and you try to take the holy sacraments away from you and they'll run you out of town on a rail. But they'll stand behind the pulpit and tell you that healing's been done away with. That's not for us today. No wonder the church is sick. No wonder the pews of the auditoriums And church houses across America are full of sickness and disease. Oh yeah, people have accepted the the blood of Jesus for their salvation and thank God they've been redeemed from sin. But the church is a sick, emaciated bunch and God doesn't want them that way. And he said a lot of people in the church that had begun to cry out. And they began to stand in the face of persecution and say, God says this in his word. In the face of the theologians and the seminaries and the Bible schools that are saying, well, It's God, maybe God's will for you to be healed. I'm talking about Pentecostal ones too, people. I'm not talking about the ones that you want to name. I'm talking about the ones that's supposed to be Pentecostal. Say, well, God lets you be sick so he can teach you something. What in the world can you learn from being sick? You know what you learn from being sick? You learn that it is a horrible, bad experience. You learn that you don't want to have anything to do with it. How many of you like to have the flu? How many have ever had it? Be honest, but you hand up. You think the Lord was trying to teach you something when He put that when you had that flu? Well that's what that's what the people trying to teach us. That that that's one of the great teachings of the church with all dignity and all piety. Now you need to pray. And understand that God is trying to teach you something. He wants to deepen your spiritual relationship. (laughs) The only reason I ever found anybody had a deepening of a spiritual relationship out of sickness is because they stopped long enough. To follow God and really listen to God. You see, actually what happens if people don't realize it. They say, well, this, that, and the other. But what really happens when you, you know, they say, well, God had to allow me to get sick so I could do this or do that. God had to allow me to be broke so I could come back and learn this and learn that. No, he didn't. It happened to you. Because the devil stole what belonged to you away from you and all God did was take a bad situation and make it good. That's the only part that God had anything to do with was taking it and turning it around for his good. You see, I'm going to tell you something. Jesus Christ purchased back for us what the devil stole away whenever he came against Adam in the Garden of Eden. And I'm going to tell you people, that price was paid by Jesus Christ. How difficult is it to get healed? All you have to do is believe that God established the covenant and go after it. How difficult is it for you to get an inheritance that belongs to you? Huh? If you know about it, if you know that some of your family has left you an inheritance, how difficult is it to get it? All you got to do is go down there to the attorney's office or wherever it is, wherever they're having the will read or wherever the, the inheritance has been left, sign the papers, prove that you're who you are. Walk away with it. How hard is it to receive the inheritance that belongs to the children of God? Not hard at all. All you got to do is walk in and say, I am a joint heir with Jesus Christ. I am the Son of God. I am a Son of the living God. And Mr. Devil, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ, my elder brother, pack up your belongings and get out of here. Because God has established the covenant of healing a long time ago with his natural children of Israel. And Paul says in verse 29 of that third chapter of Galatians, He says, if ye be Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Bless God, I'm going to tell you something. Because we have been born of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, we have been adopted into the family of God.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Call now to get this month's special offer. Backed by popular demand, it's Lynette's Bargain Bag, and it features resources all about healing. The Healers in Your House Slimline Book, Seven Hindrances to Healing mini-book, Executing the Basics of Healing Book, all three by Ken Hagen, plus Keys to Scriptural Healing Slimline Book, the book God's Word on Divine Healing, and Healing Faith on CD by Kenneth E. Hagen. All for the incredible bargain price of nineteen ninety-five. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at Rama.org. That's r h e m a dot o r g. Now let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
1: You know, we're still over in Oklahoma City with yes. our, with our church over there, and it's not video; it's live. That's right. And we are there. in You know person. Uh, what I what I've what I've done here because I wanted to do this, but I didn't want to do a video, and I said, "How am we gonna do it?" So. I remember that people started a Saturday night service so people could be off on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, let's do Sunday morning on Sunday night and people that work or or just want to have the weekend off can come Sunday night and get the same experience that you would have on Sunday morning. Or
0: like to sleep late. Or like to
1: sleep late and want to come. We're over there. uh, Experience Sunday morning on Sunday night at 6 p.m.
0: 8921 Northwest Expressway.
1: In Oklahoma City. Come on out and be with us. In fact, uh, we what just uh, the other Sunday, there were several people that said they heard it on Mm -hmm. the television. That's right. So come on out and be with us.
0: Make plans to join us next week at this same time and station for a new week of teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week here on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.